Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. You thought we were gone not too long. COVID will not even bring us up, bring us down, my guys. Not today, not ever. Welcome back to Arishairi Podcast. I am your host, JJ, and we are still selling that goodie. Remember that nice goodie from last week? It is here. The Afro Renaissance Art Book. You can get it for a thousand shillings on Afro Renaissance on Instagram. DM them and it will come right to your doorstep. And now, today I am excited, guys. Before we started this, I was laughing beyond tears. So if my eyes look some type of way, it's just because I've just been laughing so hard because of these two people we're going to be talking to today. Help me welcome the Mudumbi brothers, Frankie and Thumbs. Welcome. Welcome, Thank guys. You. Welcome Thank to Irish Thank you. I want to start introducing Frankie first because you are not a face that we have seen a lot. We've been with Eugene because he's performed for Arishairi here and there. So let's start with Frank. Who is Frank? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a student of architecture mm-hmm. that sometimes writes and says deep things. Oh, wow. Oh, deep. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. And who is Eugene? Um, Eugene is... Huh, Eugene is basically just a guy who <laughs> sometimes tries to double in art and sometimes tries to double in medicine. Mm-hmm. And a bit of music. All right. And many other things. Many other things. Yeah. A lot of creative other things. Yes, yeah? yes. All right. Yes. So are you a family of creatives or it's just the two of you? Uh, we are a family of creatives. Yeah. Like basically everyone is. Everyone has their fingers. Something. Ah, yeah, uh, exactly. all right. Nice. All right. So let's start with Frankie. Again, because we don't know so much about you, I'm gonna be. I was going to say all over you, but. Hey. I'm going to be talking to you more. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to you more. So tell us about your journey in poetry. How did it start? How did you decide to do poetry and the deep writing? Okay. Um, poetry. I can say kind of started after after I cleared high school, mm-hmm. majorly. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, I just did a, a bit of writing here and there on papers that I threw away. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after high school, I joined this group called Quever, mm-hmm. um, under which I performed my first ever written piece for performance mm-hmm. called Peace Within. And from there, it's just been... So why, why did you, how did you decide on the, the lines you're writing? How did you decide to make it poetry and not um, music? Because it could have been like a rap music or like hip hop or... Because everyone was singing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I like that. I like that answer. Originality is key for creatives. I, I encourage originality a lot. All right. Eugene, mm-hmm. tell us about your poetry journey because you you do a lot of things. Yeah. So how tell us the poetry? Why specifically? Um, well, initially it started out as just writing. Mm-hmm. I started by writing rap music mm-hmm. at the back of class. Mm-hmm. Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, School fees well spent. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, after that, I took a break from writing, mm-hmm. and then when I got back into writing, I started writing stories, writing a lot of songs, mm-hmm. and then I just kind of slipped into poetry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about your stage names, Thumbs. Let's talk about Thumbs. Where did Thumbs come from? Um, it just came from Udumbi. I had I had a friend who once, oh, at, at some point in my life, my friends just started calling me Thumbs, and mm-hmm. then it just kind of stuck. 
So as an acronym of yeah. Muzumbi. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Frankie, how, why did you choose to go with your original name? Because it comes from my name. But <laughs> 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 literally, there, there isn't too much... Um, Behind it? Yeah, uh-huh. it's just took the name Francis. Mm-hmm. Most people call me Frank. Mm-hmm. Added an H-I-E because everyone had a Y or an I-E. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also a callback to Luya Roots. Where you, uh. have, you tend to have a lot of words with the K H. So funny story. Me and Eugene have always been making fun of your name because I've always yeah. been trying to pronounce it because I've, I've <laughs> always been certain that this H I E should be pronounced and mm-hmm. it's not silent. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't stay, I wasn't saying Frankie at first. Mm-hmm. I used so to say Frankie here. Yeah. Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Frankie. Frank, hi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I tried. I tried. So it's just from your original name. I like. I like the 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 Luya roots part. So there's a kh to it, there's a frank. There's a kh, but then getting people to pronounce it all the time is a, is a lot of work and I'm not that type of person, so all right. say it how you see fit. So we just go with Frankie. Alright, so let's talk about inspirations. What are the inspirations behind your poetry? Let me start with Frankie. Anything and everything. Yeah. yeah. So you, you write about anything and everything in general? I try to. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how, some, how do you manage to write things. deep things about anything and everything in general? That's interesting. There is an art to anything that exists in life. Mm-hmm. Life itself is an art form. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is just channeling whatever it gives you. Yeah. yeah so. right. Are there some things that you find particularly hard to write about? Yes. Uh, social injustice mm-hmm. that is very difficult for me to write about. Mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be it. That's just the hardest one, yeah? yeah? That's just the, the toughest hardest. one. Ah, all right, okay. So it's not easy to write about, as much as you can write about anything and yeah. everything, it's not easy to write about anything and everything, yeah? What are the inspirations behind your poetry, behind your art? Um, I'd say first and foremost mental illness and mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a mental health activist. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, there's love because everyone likes to write about love and yes. everyone relates to love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, and uh, social justice, which he happens to find very difficult to write. Uh-huh. But then again, he writes things that I find difficult to write. To write about, yeah. yeah. So you guys have that balance in that in that sense. Yeah. Balance is key. Balance is key. I can imagine being <laughs> brothers especially. Yeah. So have you guys ever worked together on anything? Yeah. Countless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything we do, we do kind of together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we how how is it like for you, like working with him versus uh, working with uh, any other creative? Um. Uh, first of all, uh, he has a very good eye for detail. Mm-hmm. So every time I write, mm-hmm. he's usually the first person who hear this. When I make music, he's the first person to hear a song mm-hmm. uh, before anyone else gets to hear it. Yeah. And he really pushes me and fixates on detail that mm-hmm. I'd have probably just brushed over and been like, oh, that, that's okay. okay. So it really helps me in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about you, Frankie? What is the difference between working with Eugene versus working with any other creative out there? Emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an emotional person. Mm-hmm. So for me, he's 
majority of the inspiration for emotion is that I look at him and mm. how he goes through his emotions. Yeah. <laughs> use use it as a as a stem to jump off on. Yeah. So you're someone's sample subject. Yep. Yeah. Yep, clearly. All right. Um and finally let's let's talk about hobbies. Frankie, what do you do part-time that feeds into your creative work? A lot of things. Um mm. I watch lots of movies. Yeah. Listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do nothing because nothing is very key to inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, partly an architect, <laughs> rather an architecture student. Yeah. Uh, talk to people, uh, people of different walks of life mm-hmm. who kind of feed into the whole different perspectives in life. Yeah. Yeah, and watch a lot of anime. I support you on the anime. More people need to be watching anime. How to the anime? Yes. What about you, G? It's single. <laughs> um, uh, so first and foremost, uh, I watch a lot of anime just as he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, just generally interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very good at interacting with people and that really gives me like different a different set of eyes yes through which i can write mm-hmm. and i can express things that maybe i might not know and other than that i read a lot yeah i read a lot of books mm-hmm. um making music mm-hmm. and just writing in general writing yeah. random things really feeds into the poetry as well mm-hmm. yeah okay I, I i love i love this conversation we just had i've taken mm-hmm one key thing away is that investing in interactions is very very important yeah Yeah? Yeah. all right thank you for joining us ladies and gentlemen follow eugene thumbs uh, on thumbs music yeah at thumbs music Music on any social media platform apart from twitter and anything that requires old people boomers (laughs) and uh, frankie frankie the boy Frankie J, Frankie J on social media as well. And now we will get to enjoy a performance from the two brothers. Thank you very much. Thought this love might be like a drop in the sea. I'm planting my wants and needs See, I want to be the nostalgia that makes you cry when you smile in that one song. I want to be the autocorrect suggestion for soulmate on your iPhone. I want to be the sketchy subtweets in your draft that you never post. I want to be the memories you claim only Snapchat now hosts. I want to be the archived Instagram post you could never bring yourself to delete. I want to be the tears in the shower no one gets to see. I want to be the fake smiles you give when people ask how you've been. I want to be the empty that fills the space between your fingers. I want to be your exorcist's worst nightmare when he tries to read me. I want to be the sense your nose wishes it never knew. I want to be the steps your dancing shoes wish they never took. I want to be the dream last night you mistook for a memory. I want to be the piece of fantasy for which you gave up reality. I want to be the aching pit in your gut when you hear the rain pitter patter. I want to be the cold every time you crave the sun's warmth or another's. I want to be the pain in your chest when you breathe. I want to be the double take at that one guy who kind of vaguely looked almost like me. I want to be the nothing in your response when you're asked what has you so deeply thinking. I want to be the linger in the hugs you receive to hold yourself together. I want to be the repressed part of you therapy couldn't find even if it tried. I want to be the isolation you fall into from time to time but never admit to being lonely. I want to be 
the loss of appetite, but a hunger food couldn't feed. I want to be the weak in your knees when you're trying to be strong. I want to be the crack in your voice when you try to explain what's wrong. I want to be the little pose you take before you leave the car every day. I want to be the long way around to avoid places we used to go to get away. I want to be the love you tell our children about when they're asked about what it means to be loved. I want to be the reason your mother stops asking for grandchildren. Because if not ours, why any other? Because if not me, why another? Because if not we, why? Because if not, will you forget the taste of love when the well doesn't run dry? Will you take for granted, will you take the world for granted until there are six feet of earth between us, where you will dig and dig for water that had long flowed? So if I'm special to you, show me how much I am or I want to be. Because you are the beat I step to when I'm dancing. Please don't stop the music when we can both finally sing. Thank you. How do I tell you that I want to die? That every day I wake up and cast my heart for not seizing its beats. This heart that loves too hard just to break too easy. My infatuation with death allows only for sleep to tease me. All the while life refuses to release me, pulling me away just when I get close enough to death for it to kiss me. See, Oblivion and I are only allowed to brush fingers. And so for today, I will let the taste linger. I will swirl it around my mouth. And for all of you who wonder what Oblivion tastes like, Oblivion tastes like bitter bile with a pinch of salty tears. Like a still life with a dip of bland dreams as accompaniment. Like a sad salad that was never refrigerated. And for dessert, a resolve that crumbles all too easy. Speaking of dessert, today depression sits tight within my stomach. She watches me chew the food that she ordered, the same food that she'll later reject. And if you inspect, you'll find that only my weighing skill shows you the true effect. But don't ask, because see, I get nervous whenever I'm asked questions I can't answer. And today, today anxiety is using my heart as a punching bag. He practices his left-left-right combo on hours on end. He dances on my lungs, practicing his evasive footwork again. He is Mayweather. I try to hold back the torrents in my eyes, but it's Mayweather. So I sit here and wonder whether this is another storm that I Mayweather, and I think not. I think that maybe for today, maybe I'll just let it rain. Because see, because see, my sad tales do not get any happier, even as I near oblivion. There is no charming prince to slay the dragon in my story. And even if there were, tell me, how do you free a prisoner who is at the same time the tower that holds him and the dragon that stands guard over him? I believe that it's best that you prepare your dodges. All those songs that you kept aside for the dead. And on the day that is to come, I pray that you dress in the blackest of blacks. As black as the oblivion that my soul lasts for. And on that day, ensure my grave is dug a size smaller. So that I may fit in it as perfectly as this sadness has fit in me. Thank you. Still of minutes, so maybe give me five. That's all it took for you to keep me alive from the words that left your lips to the look in your eyes. That's all it took to keep me alive. Five. I, count, I counted five breaths. That's how long your gaze held me when our eyes met. It felt like an eternity, like infinite forevers held in one moment of clarity. One moment before I lost grip on my sanity and started believing that maybe not everything in this world is vanity. And so I walked up to you and said, hi. Four. You see... I never believed in love at first sight. 
but I guess I was blind, drowning in my darkness. It's crazy how you replaced my old friend when you brought me to the shallow end. And when we spoke, I was tongue-tied when your words, when my words landed on ears that took them, flipped them, polished them clean, handled them with care and hard and listened till. My words repeated themselves over and over in how I described myself like a ball of bliss, when in truth I was a glass full of angst, painted gold in laughters and smiled, balanced between fingers that lost feeling from holding the pen too tight. Three. But what was left of me? What was left for me to write when all my favorite stories had already exhausted my happily ever afters? When all I had left were leftovers from my last supper, right before she betrayed me with a kiss, hints of soured grapes hanging on her tongue, leaving me only with visions of my crucifixion. All the while, stories of my resurrection reminded me only of my favorite fiction, because they, ro they role-played the Hogwarts later that never came. Two, and what was left of the magic you and I made? It was, the, it was just five minutes you gave me, but in my dreams you stole two with your lips and gave me seven in heaven with you. Our love spelt backwards told a story of growth. I mean, evolution seemed to be the definition of a love story by the scars that painted skin with depth from a life experienced from within. It's often said these moments are just but a second. The spaces between now and then we stole to experience life at its fullest and time is money, so you only get the returns for the hours you invested. One, and though you only invested one twelfth, the interest accrued was a lot more. It came in form of words that I strung together in more poems. Poems that I wrote in my mind and stamped forever on. I've always lived to write something to be remembered by. And so I wrote this poetry. These worthless words. Words worth less than a picture. And still hung them on the wall so at least you would know that I had something to say. But I missed the mailman and failed to post it. I failed to post this letter to your heart. Zero. Time's up. I know I should be saying goodbye, but I see the sadness cling to your eyes, or maybe they were just a reflection of mine, and that sadness that came in the form of dancing tears that I may never get to cry, and you may never get to wipe, if only we had more time. But wait, I still have minutes, so maybe give me five. That's all it took for you to keep me alive. From the words that left your lips to the look in your eyes, that's all it took to keep me alive, because lately it feels like I'm drowning, and maybe you're the reason I survive. Thank you. Yeah. It's good, not even looking at the camera.